Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hello, my lovely human beings. Welcome back to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. I listen to that opening every time I record. I always wonder, I'm like, is it getting old for my listeners? Are they getting annoyed with it? Do they skip forward? I hope you don't skip forward. All those quotes are something that means so much to me and they like just jive and like live in my bones and my body like all times of the day and I just get really excited to like hear them and get motivated to like write my new next episode or let's start speaking if I can Um, just like kind of go with the flow but today I wanted to touch base I have so many different aspects of things going on that are distracting me from getting tasks done at hand And I wanted to do an episode again based a little bit more on the focus of like time management. And before we get into all of that, I just wanted to let you know that there is a new walking meditation out. I really love this meditation. I love the music that I added with it. And that is only a bonus episode. So you do have to be a subscriber to the channel in order to hear those episodes. I have a few of of you that are on there. And it's great. I mean, at the end of the day, you're literally spending less than 50 cents on a meditation because I put one out every week along with the podcast itself. And it's just a quick 15 minutes. So that walk that I'm trying to get us all to go on to get our heart healthy and good and like our bum a little bit more snatched or just like working on our breath in general Get out on those walking meditations. Today's was literally focusing on finding a positive moment in your life that you could reflect back on and always can bring you back to that joy and that memory. And um, it's a great, beautiful walk. I love the music, again, that I said that I added in with it. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I always say this, please share this with a friend if it's something that you're loving. Go ahead and give me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That's where all my analytics come from. It just takes about a couple minutes. It would really mean the world to me if you did that. Tell me what you love, what you don't love, what you would like to hear more of, what you would like to hear less of, whatever it is. I'm always open to feedback. And as far as the show goes, if you don't already know this, nothing is in sequential order. So we are at episode 128. Know that you can go all the way back to the beginning and these episodes, anything that calls you, just go ahead and hit play and see where the show takes you. But let's get back into a little bit of this time management that I'm talking about. So the other day, I was just talking to Douglas at dinner. You know, dinners we always do. We stack our phones. We sit down. We we have a conversation. Um, we used to, like, cook together in the kitchen, but now it seems more like one of us will cook while the other one has stuff that they need to do to accomplish things in the day that they still need to work on. And then 
then we'll sit down at dinner, we'll chat, and then the opposite person will clean. And I was sitting down at dinner and we were just chatting about things and immediately I got defensive when Douglas said, you know, you should really look into time management stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, like I don't need another thing on my freaking list of things to do. I have so many things to do. And And as Doug would say, he's like, when I get really stressed out, my energy gets a lot higher. I get a little bit more, I hate to use the word, but manic sounding. I talk really high, I talk really fast and everything's really punctuated and it's very important and blah, blah, blah. Like that's just the energy that I give off. And he always knows. He's like, whoa, 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 step away from the cliff. Like it's going to be okay. And for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. Hopefully I didn't scare you off already. For those of you who are returning, we all have stuff going on. Like I'm not trying to sit here and say, oh, I have so much going on. And as my podcast and as my social media blossoms and organically grows because it's not growing by anything that I'm paying for this is about y'all coming back each week it's growing because you guys are sharing this content with your friends it's because you tune in every week it's because brands see that it's all natural organic growth and I am getting more things for Free. I'm getting more partnerships where I'm getting paid to post about products. I'm getting products in that I get to try out. I'm getting to go to experiences and do more things and um, try out more things that are, are helping me in my future. I'm getting a lot of bride stuff right now because a lot of companies know that I'm a bride and my social media manager is doing such a kick-ass job. Shout out to Rhea. Um, if you want to know anything about social media management, she's a rock star. I'm so grateful for her. And she makes me feel so um, down to earth with all my ideas. She encourages me. No question is stupid. And she does so much for me. She's just been so grateful um, as I've grown with the podcast and as I've grown um, in the past couple of years here um, on social media. And again, I hate the word influencer because I'm always like, I'm not an influencer because I think an influencer is someone who has at least 10K or more followers that has several um, 250,000 views, videos and TikToks and reels and all that jazz. So it makes me, I feel like a cop out. I'm like, I don't know. I just like post the stuff that I like and people have been liking it and I love my podcast and I want to post about that. So needless to say, the podcast is growing. Needless to say, the all the aspects of Instagram and stuff are growing. And I like to post things that I like. I mean, if someone wants to send me a product and I totally love it, I'm going to post about it. And if someone sends me a product and I don't like it, then I'm there's a problem. I'm probably not going to post about it and I'm going to bite I'm going to bite it cuz I'd rather not put out things that I don't love. So as that's growing, my, in in other terms, my new job has been um, exciting and also like I'm learning the ropes of stuff so I can't really go on autopilot with everything because I'm still getting the feel for a lot of things and I'm learning a lot and I'm taking in a lot every day and trying to translate that. And then I'm getting closer and closer to my wedding And that is the one job that no one 
is ever prepared to plan and it's the biggest event of your life in a way you know and there's some people that did it beautifully and tastefully and class classily if that's even a word um on their own for in a small budget and Doug and I plan to do this once and I'm a little bit older and it's definitely different than it would have been in my mid-20s but I want to go all out and I, I want it to be grandiose and I want it to be elegant and I want it to be classy and I want my friends to talk about it for a few years and I want to celebrate with them and it's become this extra layer of details that it just seems like everything is so time sensitive that you're trying to figure out how am I going to plan all of this right how am I going to get this done oh my gosh I need to answer this so there's so many layers like at one point I'm dealing with stuff with the bridal party and like picking out my um, bridesmen and man of honors outfit while I'm also picking out the bridesmaids outfit and then they're on like back order right now and trying to find the shoes so they can all match and also be comfortable but not below their wad on their shoes as well and keep it all you know attainable for everyone's paychecks and then you jump over and like my mom needs help picking out her dress and then people still haven't even gotten some of the save the dates because of the freaking pencils in the save the dates (laughs) and like and then you're dealing with the church, right? I'm absolutely thrilled that Doug and I are getting married in a church. And I just want to catch you up on all the things. So I'm sorry that I'm going on a tangent. But Doug and I are thrilled to get married in a church. But it's a lot of layers. So we did pre-Cana. And then now we're meeting with like a mentor couple. and They're lovely. I'm so grateful. We thought they were going to be um, campy and a little, <laughs> little much. And, you know, we're both... Catholic but we also are are more than that it's like me in the theater world I wasn't that stereotypical theater girl I had a lot of other interests um I didn't just break down to the song every five minutes and talk about rent (laughs) you know when that was like very big uh, the musical rent when I went to college like I I also talked a lot about other things and had a lot of other interests and um just still wanted to like be a freshman in college not just a theater kid and so that's how I've always felt with, with all of this, like as I'm, as I'm planning all these things is just, there's so many different aspects and elements to the wedding that when, and I, I feel that way, you know, like we're, we're into church, but we're not, um, we, I wouldn't say we're the best Christians, but I don't even know what that looks like. And I feel as though, we got very lucky with our sponsor couple and they're lovely, but we have to meet with them for dinners. Uh, I don't know, six times roughly. And thank God they're wonderful. But like that also is a le- another layer. And then you have to like get your canter and you have to get all your music picked and then you pick all your music and then you realize it can only be hymnals and it's a little bit more strict on what you can play there. So it's like no pop music. And then every idea you had coming down the aisle and your first look is now depleted and you need to go back to the drawing board. And, and then my dad threw in the curveball that we sat down the other week and he kind of shared with me, he's just like, you know, this needs to be bigger than it is. And I thought that our budget looked a certain way. And apparently now everyone wants to pull the stops out, including my mother, including my father. And I'm excited for that. But now I feel very far behind because I didn't think I had the budget to do things like a four piece string quartet at our, 
at our venue and I didn't think I had the budget to like rent all these chandeliers for our reception area and rent these like cool couches and and all these different layers and aspects and doing double the flowers that I thought I was going to do originally and knowing like what that invoice will look like and then trying to find the perfect cantor which is the singer for the show for the show oh my gosh it feels like a show um for the mass and that's just the mass and then now we're talking about transportation for the guests even though it's four blocks away and getting the a trolley to pick us up or like different stuff like all these things there's so many elements and planning a wedding I'm telling you if you haven't already done it or if you have done it you know exactly what I'm talking about but if you haven't already done it it's like oh my god and I'm coming close to that finish line I have five less than five months my invitations are coming in the mail you know I have to hand write all those all over again um, for everyone's address and stuff and it's just overwhelming and I talked a little bit about this in last week's episode with Brian for the um, I talked with Ryan about his podcast episode if you didn't listen to that you have to listen to it it's so funny. He's such a great guy. We talk about so many different things. So if you're not vibing with one section, just skip forward a little bit and listen to the next thing because it's going to be relevant to you no matter what. He's starting a business. We talk about the theater world. We talk about um, gaining grit from hearing no. And we talk a lot about um, just being authentic versions of yourself. So you would really love it for a million different aspects, if not the entire hour and 26 minutes of the episode. But yeah, I, I think that what I said on there was just that when I get to these points that I feel so overwhelmed, which I've talked about so much on the podcast, if you've listened to it from the start, because here we are, episode 128, still talking about being overwhelmed. I still get anxiety, and that is why self-care is so important, that I will feel paralyzed, and I was working on this with... Teresa, I do the paradox process with her. She's doing the make my makeup for the show, and she's also my coach through the paradox process. And if you want more information about that, please reach out to me. But she just pointed out all these different ways where she's like, okay, well, when you feel paralyzed, like there's you don't have to like completely shut down because sometimes I'm like Paris Hilton. If anyone watched Paris in Love, my dad kind of pushed me to it. Not a big reality TV show person, but he pushed me to watch that show. And I get overwhelmed by so much stuff. And then I just go do the exact opposite. I go out with my friends or I go over to my friend's house and I just leave all my problems sweeped under the rug. If you come over to my apartment right now and one day my house and any place I've ever lived my place always looks great when people come over but if you were to open a closet it's probably not as organized in there or maybe it is some of them are and some of them are not but when you look inside something you can always see that hey maybe it's not perfect I am not a perfect person I will never be a perfect person I do strive for perfection and I think that that's important but I'm overwhelmed and I close everything off and I and I just do nothing then and it's not my form of being lazy but it's because I'm burnt out so I need to self-care and sometimes that means that I recharge with a group of friends by going out by taking a bubble bath by being alone by watching trash tv by drinking a glass of wine in silence with the fireplace on my youtube channel in the background and a candle lit and dim lighting like 
you know, it's, it can be whatever it needs to be. So instead of getting us to the point of shutting down, when we have all this, right? So I'm planning on the stuff with the wedding. There's all these different layers. I'm in my friend's wedding. My other friend's planning his wedding. And I mean my close friends. And they're both in my bridal party. So while you're going through all those layers, then I have the podcast and I have, you know, the social media level. I have the new job. I have the wedding. And then I, I also teach all those aerial classes and yoga classes too. You know, I'm trying to promote that and trying to figure out the algorithms and keep up with these kids on TikTok, <laughs> you know, and that's just how it is. And, and sometimes I get overwhelmed, but I do nothing. So that's fine. If that's where you're at, start with that. But if you do want to do some things to feel like you're a little bit more in control and want a little bit more time management, now that I've offloaded all of my stuff onto you for the past 10 minutes, I would like for us to try a couple of these new things. One of the biggest things that I've been doing lately, I did it today, was I tried to stay as present as possible, right? That's why we do the yoga. That's why we do the meditations. We want to be present. So Jameson Orange, this is not a pitch for them. I carry their product with my sales, with my liquor line, just hit our special liquor liquor orders here in Pennsylvania. You have to order um, special liquor orders before they actually get into the store that um, restaurants could go pick them up, let's say. So I'm explaining a lot of layers in like an elevator pitch. Anyway, Jameson Orange finally hit the market today. And what was big here in Pennsylvania is that Everyone wanted to put the order in, but I also had to go to all of the liquor stores today in a specific area and do all this inventory for them. And then I was also putting in the orders and then we were hitting up some restaurants as well. And it just seemed like I dropped off Doug at work. I came home, I walked Miko, I fed her and I worked from 730 until about like 8 p.m. And like, that was a really long day. And then there's other days where I only work for three hours or four hours. And and then I have long days. But the thing is, is because some of the days that are shorter, it's because I get so overwhelmed with all the wedding stuff. Oh, yeah. Did I mention we're in our final like layers of getting this house? <laughs> so I can't quite celebrate yet. We have that on the, we have like the signing we have to go through. So we got to wait for that. But every single moment that I think that we have accomplished something, we get like a million more paperwork things that we have to either sign in a timely basis or we have to get paperwork from ourselves from W2s from like 2019. I don't know where those are anymore. I've moved twice. Like, I don't know. You know, it's so there's, there's all these different things where we have all these aspects and we're planning like, you know, once I get in there too, I'm going to have to figure out like all these different layers of us like fixing the place up. It's a little bit of a fixer upper and like what furniture can we buy now and what appliances do we need to buy now and um, what carpet needs to be ripped up and what things can need to be painted, you know, all those layers and stuff too. So when I was going through all those things with these orders coming in today, what I did is I allowed my phone to blow up with every single company. I sent a mass text out to a majority of my contacts and I allowed my phone to blow up. So then when I finally got 
to a place where I was sitting down, I would slowly go through each text message and order them the bottles and then let them know that I ordered them. And then I have to do a specific like checklist. It's like a check-in, how Facebook does a check-in. Um, we have a, a an app that we do a check-in with to make sure that, you know, I'm showing people in corporate, you know, that sit at home that I actually did stuff today outside of um, hitting up the accounts that I went into. So anything that was related to the wedding, anything that was related to the house, anything that was related to the podcast or social media or anything else, I didn't do. And I was able to accomplish so much today because of the fact that I focused on just the task at hand. I was extremely present and I was only working. Whereas some days when I'm at home and I'm doing admin, I can easily be be distracted by now I'm going into my social media inbox and my DMs. Then I want to post on TikTok because I'm supposed to do this post. And then I fall into a trap of like looking at that a little bit and trying to learn the algorithm. And then I go back to working and then I go into my my um, actual emails. Then I go into my work emails and I ping pong around so much that at the end of the day, it's it's very manic and it's not productive. And you look back and you did a lot and you feel super stressed, but you didn't actually get a lot accomplished. Whereas today, I feel like was an amazing work day because I was extremely focused on just that. And I have some, I have a million emails in my inbox and, and I'll get to them, but I'll get to them tomorrow, you know? Like I, the, the thing that was important, the next task is ha- at hand was posting about last week's episode on social media and uh, working on today's episode. And that was what the focus was. So I'm staying fixated on this. Everything else is on airplane mode. You know, the people that order are putting in orders late at night. Like I'll get to them tomorrow. And I think there's always like a lot to get done. I think I wrote this in a quote that was like on my feed at one time, you know, the, the quotes that I have on my Instagram feed. If you don't know it, go, go check out my page, follow me. I'll give you a follow back. Um, but on that, I always look down and I see, I try to reread them sometimes because they are mantras and it's like, yes, there's a lot to do, but also yes, it will get done. And it's not going to get done all in one day. It's going to get done eventually. And, and that's why Doug kept bringing up this time management thing. And every time he says it, it like, it like sticks on my, you know, it, it kind of like burns me and I get immediately reactionary and immediately defensive. And I'm like, I don't have time to like figure out how to time manage. Like that's one more thing on my plate. I have like eight books right now that I would love to read that are self-help books that I have yet to read because I've been doing so many other things and and reading also is a task for me. It's not a it's not a self-care thing. It's another task. And as much as I love the knowledge and the knowledge of self-care, it's still a task to me. So that's one of the things that I've been learning a lot. It's like I work on that in yoga. And when I've been a fitness class, it's like everything's off. You just are present and you feel so much better when you're done because you're just focused on one thing. So really trying to hone in on that focusing on the one thing. Another thing I had to get back into doing was waking up and planning my day in advance. So knowing that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, if I don't want to look at my phone at all, if I don't want to look at anything, I can, you know, wake up, brush my teeth, grab my coffee, relax for a little bit, however I want to, and then grab Meeks, give her a walk, 
feed her and just sit down and start to write my goals, you know? And sometimes I'm doing it over coffee lately too. And I'm like, wow, like then I can see all the goals, setting attainable goals for the day, but I can plan all my day out. I can plan my time out. So then my admin day can be as productive as my day on the road. And, the, and knowing that, that, that that's it. Another thing that my, um, that Teresa had suggested for me, my coach, she said, sometimes I make that list and I do the thing that I want to do the least first. And that, that does work for me sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I have to do the most important thing, but, um, definitely doing the thing that's least important first. Also on an admin day, I'm one of those people that if I have clutter everywhere, like if laundry needs to be done, if the dishes haven't been done from the day before, if things need to be cleaned, if the carpet needs to be vacuumed, like that stresses me out. I can't relax and even do the task at hand. I don't have tunnel vision. I hate, I'm jealous sometimes of men with their tunnel vision. Um, it's just something that's like a skill set in them um, organically or naturally, I guess. And we can take in so much as females, as women, um, we're so observant. We can be reading a sign and we can be listening to music and we can be watching the road all at the same time, whereas they just see the road and the car in front of them. And, um, you know, I see so much more, so much more is happening and I'm taking in way more of a 360 awareness and a way more of a view. But, that tunnel vision, like I just wish sometimes I could have that because when I have all of this clutter, it makes me feel like I can't even relax yet, right? If any of you watch Queer Eye, like Bobby always says that. He's like, no one can be productive in a cluttered space, you know? So he always like cleans it up and makes it clean. That's why those clean white like um, interior designs have been so popular in the past few years. I think personally, it's because it's clean and white and it's bright and it, it makes you feel like you can do productive things in that clean space. So it's super important um, for me to feel like I can clean all that up. So what I do instead of having it be a task for myself in the morning that's distracting, you know, I put it on that list. And if it's something like dishes, I, I have to be honest with Doug. Like if I I did the cooking that night. I'm like, please, babe, like I know you're not going to do them at 530 in the morning when you wake up and have to leave for work. So can you please, can you please just do them tonight? Or like, can we do them together right away just so they're done? And some nights too, like I have to cook and clean and they're, it's vice versa. Doug will do that for me on a day that I'm super duper busy. So I think it's super helpful, felt helpful to make sure you have a clean slate for the next day. So that's part of like creating some type of organizational system in a way. And another reason I feel that I've been productive is because I've been removing the unnecessary unnecessary items from my to-do list. So today, you know, I knew I wanted to post all day about the episode from last week, but I was just like, it's fine. You know, I'll post around nine o'clock tonight. And I know there's people that are on their phones at nine o'clock at night winding down from their day. So... I removed that. It was unnecessary for the time for me to freak out. You know, what time of day should I post that this post is going to be received with my audience on Instagram and just focused on the fact that I had a million things to do just within my my role as a sales rep today. 
And then one of the hardest things for me, because I'm a perfectionist, is I get caught in the details. So allowing myself not to get caught in the details. Like if it's done, it's done. Like let it go. Tracking my time. I've been even saying like, okay, when I am at home doing my own my own uh, admin day, like I'll be like, okay, two hours I have right now. It has to be work. And once I get distracted, I'm like, that, 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 that. And I come right back to it. I'm like, eventually I'll have a half hour break where I can go and answer a couple personal emails. And then I'll go back to two hours of work. And then I'm like, have a half hour that I can, you know, clean or fold laundry or prepare stuff for dinner or whatever I need to do. And, and you can split it up like that. So then that way you're not consecutively doing eight hours of work, right? But you're not completely like ping-ponging around this person sent me a text I need to answer it right now that person sent me an email I need to answer it right now I got a dm from this person I need to answer it right now like you don't need to do that that is a way to make you feel so out of control and I fall into that trap so much so don't get caught up in the details and track that time eliminating my distractions use the do not disturb button friends I have to do it all the time you can pull it out now it's on the drive, I literally put it on drive all the time. It sends that silly text message. Hey, friends, like, sorry, right now I'm out on the road. I'll answer you when I get to a stop and um, I'm safe and sound or however uh, they phrase that on Apple. But I always, always, always I'm saying like put on that focus, whether it's focus for work. Um, I do no, uh, no distractions. I turn off. I turn on do not disturb, excuse me, from I think it's like 10 to 7 a.m. and I sometimes even do it till 8 a.m. so then that way when I do wake up at 7 I don't immediately start looking at emails and stuff because like I need to center myself and prepare myself for the day and that is writing that to-do list out and then um, utilizing wasted time right like when I'm wasting time know that like that can be also self-care time so so planning that out and and knowing when I can do that uh, and when I was in a, in a place where I could do this, delegating my work was a big part of my management over at Lululemon. Like I had to delegate more and I never felt bad that I was telling people to do things. A conductor never, oh my gosh, my mom and I just said this in the car the other day. A conductor never plays all the instruments, right? They conduct. That is delegating your work. They don't go over to the string section and play the violin solo, solo and then do the tuba solo and then jump on the percussions and, you know, finish up with the flute. You know, like they don't hop all around. It's you play now and then you play now and then we play together and it gets bigger and it gets smaller. Like they're conducting. So delegating your work, it's not a bad thing. You're not lazy for doing so. Ooh, and then I got a combination for you for the last one. Stay healthy. Not there right now. I've been a little bit down for a bit. And I think it's it's hard because like sometimes when we do have the weekends and we have some free time, we just want to relax and hang with our friends. And that usually ends up like, you know, having a one too many one too many glasses of wine because we're having a good time and we're relaxing. But it's that time of year. So have that full night of sleep. Drink your water. Always drink your water. Like check yourself. Are you drinking enough water each day? I always feel like I'm under the radar this time of year. And the minute I feel that way, I ask even when I'm on the road and I have to go into a bar to like do stuff. I'm always like, can I have a water every bar I'm at? And I force myself to like finish that water. And I pee a million times and I'm on the road and it sucks. But at the same point, I'm making sure that I'm getting that water in. So 
I have to just say I'm a massive multitasker and I've heard so many times so many it's it's a it's a ta- it's a uh, skill set in a lot of women over men um not this is just again this is just genetics women can multitask a lot but it's it's a blessing and a curse and sometimes it's cool and fun that I can post some things and I can do some orders and I can look at some emails and cook dinner all at the same time but like how well am I doing each of those things when I'm multitasking? How present am I actually, am I 80% present cooking instead of making a 100% great meal? And, and just the level of stress that it's creating to not be, um, multitasking. So I've always had to reel back on it. It's something that I'm really good at, but it doesn't always serve me. There are times multitasking will serve you and there are times that it doesn't. And just notice when those things are. And if you need to stop and take a breath, just start to notice. Don't beat yourself up, but just start to notice when you're doing too much and you're like, whoa, 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 I need to stop. I need to just write down the things that I need to do today. And then I need to pick them in the order of the way that I need to go to do them either the thing I don't want to do the most or the thing that needs that is priority that needs to get done right now. And I guarantee you all my emails will be there tomorrow. Like I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to allow myself to edit and prep and do all that stuff. And it's going to be 1030 PM. And I'm going to allow myself to watch like one episode of something and, and go to bed because it's so important to just stay on task. Think about the time management, give yourself a break if you do notice it and just see how any of this stuff helps you. If you have like absolutely nailed time management and it's a skill set that you are so good at, share with me, please. And I would love to continue to tag you and share with other people something that you're finding successful. I think we're all here to help each other out. It's all a form of self-care because I don't want us to burn out at the end of the day. The whole point of all the self-care is so we don't burn out. So let's be that team, be the rock, try some of these things out, send some goodies my way if you have any, and take care of yourself this week. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.